Welcome back to Dum Dums and Dragons, where improvisers who've never roleplayed before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Grand Wizard Bukake, your host. Our heroes are losing a battle with Clump Samsonite quickly and brutally. Juniper was almost struck down, so she escaped onto the roof. Quinny got so desperate that he was ready to throw random potions, and Butthole was tossed out of the sky but hopes to survive using Moonhammer's powers. What will happen now that Quinny and Juniper are facing the robot champion alone? Find out next on Dom Doms and Dragons. Juniper, the, you lower the potion that you'd almost raised to your lips uh, and with your jaw hanging slack and your arms wide, as you described in the previous episode, and I watched with great delight, uh, you put your, your head in your hands as, uh, as, as butthole falls from the sky. Um, disappearing into the clouds uh, below. You're sure he's got some bullshit planned. Um, but uh, as someone who literally had their heart ripped from their chest, um, you have a sinking suspicion that uh, whatever bullshit he has planned will probably hurt quite a bit. Um, also, I don't know that you know he has any powers that could help with this. So you might no. just be like, he's going to fart and maybe hope it'll be okay. Also, he's not allowed in hell anymore. There's no moon hammer left in this realm. So like, hmm? Um, you hear Quinny, Quinny, I assume you would come up to meet Juniper. Yeah. If you're going to give that to me, yeah, I'll come up. I'll give you that. I feel like flying away from the, the castle and back, you guys should get a little bit of, a little bit of something. So Juniper, if you'd like to drink your potion, you may drink your potion. Okay. I'll drink it. Can it's a sad what, potion. Can I see what potion I wound up pulling off the wall? Uh, yes, it is. Uh, it does not have a label. Um, but it is blue with a faint glow. Uh, and Tyler, I'm going to need you to roll me some dice. Sure. What would you like? Uh, I need a, uh, a D10. I have a D10. Yep. So roll a D10. Is this for him to drink it or to ID it, Tom? This is, uh, this is for me to know what's in his hand. Yay. Ah. It's a zero. So that's a 10. 10. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then I need you to roll a D100, please. For those of you wondering at home, D100 is uh, 2D10. Often a D10 will have um, two numbers on it. It'll be like double O's and then 10, 20, so on and so forth. That one counts as your hundreds. Uh, yeah, Laura's holding up to the camera if you're watching. Uh, if you're just listening, uh, two numbers, uh, and then the other one just has a single number. So the double number is your tens, and the single number is your singles. Tyler, what'd you get? 41. 41. Okay. Um, would you like to roll me an investigation check? We'll say that in the additional time you had, you have a brief chance to kind of try and look at the index before you run up the stairs. Butthole still falling. <laughs> I'm in clouds, so you as don't. As far know. as we no. know, <laughs> uh, eighteen, eighteen, yeah. Um, all right. Um, you can see. Uh, from the you can't tell exactly what this potion is but from the rack you pulled it from uh you can see that uh it, it seems to be some uh an assortment of transmogrification potions so things that alter something's form in some way shape or form this can mean anything from like a polyjuice potion that will actually change your shape to like something to disguise you to something to give you stronger skin something to make you um uh, lighter heavier all that sort of stuff it could be any number of those things okay Oh, yeah, and you have a troll heart. Okay. Just if you need something for healing, because we took it out of the troll oh, yeah. corpse in the lobby and we left it with you because you would give it to Butthole if Butthole got knocked out. Yeah. Except oh, that's true. Dropped 100 miles away into the forest. No, but if you need to heal, perhaps you can no, eat the troll You just got to do it Titanic style. You just put it on a necklace, and then when you're 100 years old, you just drop it off the back of a boat for Butthole somewhere in the ocean. I don't need to heal because I ran away instead of... <laughs> Standing still. <laughs> uh, so, Juniper, it is your turn. Um, <laughs> Tyler, you, you give that a think. Um, yep. <laughs> Laura, uh, you drink your potion. How much HP do you gain? <laughs> Not enough for that to have been justified. <laughs> How much was it, though? Numerically. <laughs> Gain 12 HP, <laughs> as I said. 
If Butthole had, had cast a healing spell on you, you would have gained a minimum of 14 before he rolled dice. <laughs> I'm going to miss him. Um, <laughs> you can see you. Clomp um, uh, turning. It is not elegant. Uh, it is it is an awkward like hairpin into a, a jagged kind of like shaky flight. You can see that the um, the arcane stone that's powering his flight is is starting to choke out. So there's almost a swimming gesture um, with uh, with the wings uh, as uh, he begins to arc back towards you. Uh, unfortunately, based on some quick math that uh, both of you can make, um, his trajectory is good. He will make it. Um, Juniper, what else do you do? Uh, I, I mean, oh, he's coming towards me. Then I, the moonbeam's still going. So I want to, I want to use my action to move the moonbeam between myself and him. How far can the moonbeam move? It can move 60 feet. Fair enough. Um, all right, so you're just gonna like well, yeah, unless uh like did I see where butthole went versus where he went? Like I don't want to accidentally like hit like no, he flew butthole the, like, out over the chasm. Yeah. And then like butthole wiggled out out there and now he's flying back. So that's like a distance away. You, okay. you don't need to worry about hitting butthole. In which case, then I'm just gonna move like the moonbeam right onto him. <laughs> if I can. He's okay. less than 60 feet away. Uh okay. I'm uh what's the what's the save he has to make normally? Um he made this he failed the save already. So it's just gonna do damage. I think if you re-enter it, you probably have to make the con save again. Yeah, that'd be my guess too. Yeah. Oh if yeah, yeah, yeah. Stay, yeah, you don't yeah, yeah. Starts, yeah. Like, although I do yeah, like yeah, the yeah. idea is that Sorry. it's it's got a grudge. Like it's just like, yeah. no, fuck you, man. Oh. You your chase. <laughs> just yeah, an evil, a, sorry, like an con. evil spotlight. It's like, fuck you, man. I'll find you. I'll kill it sounds you. Sounds like the moon. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a constitution saving throw. Okay. Um, I'm going to give him a deck save at disadvantage to dodge around it. Uh, and if he fails, then we'll do the, the con save for flying straight through it. Okay. Just because it makes sense to me that if he's flying and there's a beam of light in front of him, he's not gonna be like, well. I mean, it's a dim beam of light. When in Faerun. Um, all right. Uh, okay, well, how about this then? Uh, so he passes. Um, we'll say, no, no, we'll say this gives him advantage on the con save. So he doesn't dodge it all together. Uh, it just means he he he's able to, like, roll left or right. Do a barrel roll, if you will. Yeah, fair. Um, and it's con? Yeah. DC 16. Uh, he will make the save. No buts! Um, I brace. <laughs> Honestly, yes, this is the time. This is the place. Um, great. Uh, I fling myself after butthole. No, uh, don't fucking brace. tempt me. Uh, Quinny. Um, are there any I, other? Ryan, stop. I don't know I'm allowed to, to laugh at the tactics that are being chosen. I don't know what to do. It's my privilege as someone falling to their death in the distance. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Listen, I'm sure he'll no come back as butthole you. the white soon. It's, it's the fine. same reason I, I can't. It's the same you. reason I can't give you advice because I am currently going ah! <laughs> <laughs> falling into a chasm. Like, Just full Muppet arm flailing. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what to do. You did uh, great. I guess I could have moved behind the Tesla coil. Uh, looking around, are there any other entrances and exits on this roof, or is it just this? Um, there seem to be uh, some up on the the old airship uh, platform, um, but it looks uh, from the outside. You'll recall that most of the castle is encased in ice, and um, it seems iced over and, and kind of rough. There is probably another way down from there, and if you were to venture a guess, just based on your, your thieving experience and the way these things are normally built, there's probably another kind of way up onto the roof on the west wing as well um mm. you just didn't find it uh in your travels is the tesla coil powered it is not it's not arcing or anything like that okay no uh clear skies unfortunately right right um can you roll me an arcana check worse than before 11 uh actually that'll that'll do in this one um buddy with robes seems like a magic man 
before he melted in the hot snakes. Um, if you were to venture a guess, he likely summoned uh, electrical energy uh, with uh, with his oh. his little little dark his little deep gnomey arms uh, before mm. he got melted by you know hell's butt snakes. Right. Okay. As you do. Uh, okay. Well, it's probably worth flagging. I think Goblin Jr. would have followed Quinny upstairs and he'd be on team fuck this guy. Yeah. Yeah. If you're trying a melee thing, Goblin Jr. can help. Oh, yeah. Um, range he's not But given that well. you're you're both rangey folk, um yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. I've got some thoughts as to what he can help with. Uh well, I'll say to Juniper, like we need to split up when we're, when we're together, you saw what he can do. So I'm going to go over here. Um, and uh, I'll, I'll just move to the, uh, I'll move closer to the Tesla coil. So I have some sort of cover. Okay, cool. Um, and is it, is, is my rat friend's name Mickey? I think. Yeah. Mickey the hmm. rat. Mickey the rat. I'm going to just kind of <laughs> like pull my shirt collar open and be like, Hey Mickey. And I'll shake this trans this transforming potion and be like, "You want to get weird, man?" <laughs> um, he goes, uh, "Hey, uh, honestly, Quinny, thought you never asked." And then just I, opens his mouth and cranks his. his I open the stopper and feed him some of the the potion. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, he begins to uh, undulate and twist. Um, and, uh, suddenly, uh, you know, that episode of the Simpsons where, uh, the, the famous dental plan episode often viewed as the, uh, the greatest of all Simpsons episodes, <laughs> um, his mouth does what Lisa's does in the dental surgery thing. where just like his teeth shoot up through his like lower jaw and upper jaw. Mm-hmm. Um, one of his eyes gets real big. Um, his back kind of hunches, um, his fingers grow out, um, long and kind of freaky, um, and uh, his body just sort of like grows uh, in a way where the, the proportions are just very wrong for a rat. His yeah. feet get real long. Um, his tail splits into uh, like six tails that are all kind of whipping around. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, just says, uh, so uh, am I beautiful? <laughs> uh, you, you look... Uh... You look really different, really different. It's hard to say. That's a real kind way of saying I look horrible, right? Yeah, all right. Yes. You know, yeah, you I was kind of hoping this would be one of them uh, turn you into haunting. a prince potions, but uh, oh well. All right. Uh, what do I got to do, boss? See that thing flying at us? Oh, what the fuck? Man, I should have stayed in your armpit. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's bad <laughs> out here, man. And we need all the help we can get. All the hands, all hands on deck. All one, two, three, four, five, six hands uh, that you have, uh, on deck. <coughs> yeah. All right. Um, <clears throat> well, it's like, uh, Ma always used to say nip, 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 nip. Uh, she was a rat. She didn't talk. So, uh, that's all she would say. Uh, I'm, I'm ready boss. Uh, put me in, I guess. Um, right. you got like a dagger or something <laughs> or six, sure do, buddy. Uh, how big is this? Uh, is is Mickey now? Not huge. He's like Not the huge. size of a raccoon now. Okay, then I will give him a dagger. Then cool. Um, he uh, he starts throwing it back and forth between his hands, I, <laughs> and he I'm, just yells, "Yo, Tinhead, I'm gonna fuck up your ankles, son." Um, and uh, I'm gonna roll initiative for Mickey the Rat. <laughs> He gets a five. He's after butthole. <laughs> cool. <laughs> uh, in case you're wondering, Tyler, uh, you rolled a potion of horrifying appearance. Ah, okay. Great. <laughs> Glad. Glad I didn't drink that. <laughs> uh, that brings us to clomp. Good God. You made a rat spooky and parked your chair. <laughs> All right, uh, Ryan. Clomp. I can hear you laughing downstairs, but it's not coming through. <laughs> it's very That's funny. amazing. Uh, all right, so Clomp uh, comes swooping in uh, for a for a charge. Um, uh, Juniper, what's your AC? My AC is twenty one, but I'm gonna 
use Spoiler, unsettling. It's gonna hit. <laughs> I'm gonna use unsettling vis- visage as a reaction to impose right. disadvantage on the roll. Where I'm just like, I'm just bracing, but then you suddenly see this like everything about me like change and weird and shape shift. Yeah. He's like, oh no, I'm the only one who's supposed to change. <laughs> Sorry, are you giving my villain lines? Yeah. Is that, is exactly. that a line read? Yeah. <laughs> the, the flying robot goes, oh no, only I am supposed to change. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, he, he as he's flying, he like looks to the rat and then he looks to you and he's like, and I thought I got ugly when I drank the troll potion. Uh, he rolls a 23 on disadvantage. So um, also, Laura, I think it's probably worth noting though. Um, with your modern form, I feel like when you do uh, Horrifying Visage, I feel like it's all the faces now. Like, it's like the fucking oh, Frighteners. Totally. Because, like, totally. Moss is in you now, so Moss would just be like, howdy! And be like, well, that's fine. But now it's just like, <laughs> face. Um, so he just uh, plows into that. Um, the wall of faces. Um, yikes. Uh, okay, I don't so. like this. Well, I'm sorry. You can go play a different game. Uh, here, Pathfinder's great. Six. We're not supposed to die. It's like the first. It was the first of arcs. Six. It was the last of arcs. Um, all right. I so, liked you, Juniper, you were fun to play. <sighs> uh, okay, so that is from okay from the, the hit, and uh, that is uh, 26 points of damage. Bye. Um, so he uh, crashes yeah. into you, um, and it's just like the two of you go tumbling. It's just like, you know, like blade over chair over uh, changeling. Um, and um, uh, Quinny, you watch uh, Juniper uh, just kind of like, as the chair flips, just kind of like slide uh, to uh, a, a stop. Um, and uh, Mickey's like, ah, oh, fuck, man, what? <laughs> Um, and he like misses the dagger and it hits the ground. He just like awkwardly reaches for it because he's got long like rat fingers. Who's having a hard time. Juniper, you are unconscious. Oh, and, um, and the moonbeam goes out. Uh, <laughs> In yeah, case you were wondering. <laughs> um, Clomp um, stands and like, you can tell like the wings are broken and like his, his like face plates kind of fucked up and like there's pieces of him missing. Like he, he's, he's in rough shape. Um, but he just uh, turns to you and Mickey uh, Quinny. And I guess Goblin Jr. is probably over there with you now as well because, like, Juniper doesn't need him. Um, and um, he just kind of, like, uh, cranks his shoulders around um, and kind of gets into, like, an old pugilist stance um, and says, uh, not bad for a fur trader, eh, you little bastard? And he starts, like, stomping towards you. Um, which brings us to uh, Butthole. You die. Um, but uh you have your magic thing going on so basically uh <laughs> there's a moment of absolute nothingness there's no hell there's no heaven there is literally just the void uh you remember uh impacting uh into the soft squishy uh scaly mountain and dying and then you blink your eyes and uh, you're looking up at a um, a massive scaled face with kind of long, wispy tendrils and a little tiny pair of glasses just edged on its nose. Uh, and you realize mountains are not scaly nor soft. Uh, and uh, you realize that you are being cradled like a baby in the massive bulky arms of a dragon who looks down at you and says, well, sorry about the hard fall there, old chap. I did my best to cushion you. Unfortunately, I'm uh, mostly muscle, bone, and scale, not a particularly good pillow, but looks like you've got some kind of magic bullshit going on. So good for you, old chap. Listen, I think your friends are in for a bit of trouble, so I'm going to just expedite this for you. Uh, Do you mind heights? Uh, not if you don't drop me. Oh, um, don't worry. It is uh, quite the opposite of dropping. It is intentional dropping. Um, I'll give you this. Uh, and uh, he kisses you lightly on the cheek. Uh, no, you're a bald guy on your forehead. Uh, you'll gain eight HP. 
Um, and then he full on runs up the side of a mountain and fastball specials you at uh, Clomp Samsonite. Um, Butthole, you've gone from dead to flying through the air, um, hurled shot put style by a dragon. Um, what do you do? Cool. Uh, do I have some time to fly for a bit before I land or what's my, what am I looking at here? You have one turn of you that will, so your movement is you being tossed through the air. Mm -hmm. You are rapidly (laughs) approaching like a missile, uh, clomp Samsonite. So I would say you have an action and a bonus. Okay. Uh, I will use my action in a shocking twist. To cast Cure Wounds on myself. <laughs> because I need the help. Um, Wait, you mean the little um, health peck wasn't good enough for you? Listen, it was very good for me. I just can't get enough of, of this. You know, other people love you, but you also have to love yourself. Um, That's good. Yeah. Otherwise, how the hell are you going to love someone else? Can I get an amen? Also, I frack in my backyard. The repulsor. <laughs> So he will he will uh, do that to himself, and if this took place over one round, he could send a signal to his friends that he is alive, because his spiritual hammer can be sent up from the room below to the roof <laughs> to, to hit the robot man and keep him unaware of the human missile coming at him from a distance. Uh, so it will swing. Oh, that be a twenty-eight to hit. Yeah, man. Um, and it will do that is 33 force damage. Uh, and I will say hammering Clomp Samsonite back away from Juniper and then the hammer will kind of fall into a defensive position over her. And you can see a little, a little like whispery outline of what Moonhammer looked like back in the Mm. day, though the hammer is the only part that's solid. I like to imagine that they hammer punch through the floor into his crotch. Oh uh, yeah, I'm so it's just like that. a classic yeah. like metallic ping, and it goes, "Ow, my robot balls!" Um, it doesn't hurt follows, him. He follows Michael Bay's rules of robot construction and uh, Eurotrip's <laughs> robot mime rules of robot construction. Yes, uh, look, I've studied the the books of robot anatomy. Um, yeah, so he takes Michael Bay to the nuts and. Um, <laughs> Uh, staggers back. Uh, he's looking pretty rough. Uh, the hammer comes up in front of Juniper. Um, top of the round. Uh, oh, uh, it's fucking Mickey. Um, Mickey <laughs> yeah. looks looks at you, Quinny, and he's like, hey, uh, you said you're cool. Things getting weird, right? Yeah. You uh, uh, No, I didn't, but go on. <laughs> well, you said Yo, you want to get weird, and I said, yeah, so I kind of assumed you thought Wait, do we have a misunderstanding here? Look, I got a plan brewing. I was going to ask you to feed this, and I hold up the heart to Juniper, but if you got something cool, show me what you got. I, uh, I mean, that sounds like a pretty good plan to me. Uh, I was just going to see if you could get that motherfucker's faceplate off. And then he oh. starts gnashing the teeth. Yeah, man. Yeah, if you think you can do it. I mean, look, I'll go feed Juniper the heart so uh, she doesn't die or whatever, uh, but uh, you get working on that faceplate and... Uh, you come I'll help put me when these you're done. Gross chompers to good work. Yeah. Oh boy. Uh, you know, I woke up this morning, didn't think I'd be trying to eat an evil brain, but uh, here we are. And then he just like with his like tail starts like weird like um like the fucking dead space like little like uh fucking evil uh whipping oh yeah, baby yeah. monsters just like tails whipping everywhere yeah. starts like scuttling over. It's very unsettling. Um, <laughs> and um. Just runs up to to Juniper, um, hooks, uh, or I guess Moss now because you're unconscious. Yeah, hooks uh, fingers under your mouth and says, um, "Ah, geez, you probably can't chew this." Oh, Mickey, this is a different day than you thought it would be. Uh, and he starts like chomping it and then spitting it in your mouth, yeah. and then just like working it down your throat uh, and then chomping it and spitting it in your mouth. And he's like, "You know, the amount of times I had to do this for those orphans." <sighs> This is weirdly just a regular day. Uh, and he's going to gain a couple HP because he he naturally ingests some of the trolls. Yeah. So he gets four. Um, <laughs> Juniper, go ahead and roll your uh, death save death with advantage. Save. Awesome. Well, that's a 16 and a 19. Oh, that's um, one save. <laughs> the, one save. Uh, 
the troll heart begins to work quickly. Um, nice. You awake with one HP. Oh, Ooh, wow. Yeah. Nice. You awake to a rat spitting chewed <laughs> heart into your mouth. Oh, she loves nature. It's fine. I, I don't, I don't question it. <laughs> yeah, I think it's, it's one of those things that's yeah, like. It's like there's a moon hammer hammer floating over you. Yeah. Like a rat, like a horrifying rat is like spitting heart into your mouth. I think, um, I think just the, I didn't think I'd ever wake up really it was, it was so bad that it's just like <laughs> yeah i'll take anything this point yeah. is fine yeah all right fair enough um <laughs> cool so uh quinny you're up uh i'll look to goblin jr um and with beast speech as a free action i'll just say to him um do you want to see this through with me or do you want to go look for butthole i'll understand if you want to go um and uh goblin jr just just smiles at you um and he says uh hey uh quinny you gotta gotta trust the god man he'll be back if you say so praise uh, butt hammer I, let's I, go I, I i yeah i look at the the floating hammer and i'm like oh yeah no he could be right um uh and i'll i'll say i'll just shout out to <clears throat> shout out to juniper i'll say uh uh Get clear and heal up. I'll try and buy you some time. Uh, and I just go running straight for this guy. I'm just, I'm just, well, as I'm running, I'm just shouting like, we just got them back, you son of a bitch. And I like jump up and try to stab him with uh, frostbite. Uh, great. Do you want to use Goblin Jr. for advantage? Yeah, yeah. Cool. Go for it. That one. We'll reroll that. Ooh. 13 plus 12, 25. You can also reroll that. Because you can reroll your one for lucky, and then you can yeah. roll advantage for Goblin advantage. Jr. Yeah, yeah. 17 plus 12. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Some some stuff. Stabby, stabby. Uh, and then for the second attack. It never gets old for me. Uh, I rolled a four. Um, Goblin Jr. doesn't give me advantage on both attacks, does he? <laughs> Ryan, I think we've always played it as one. We've right? traditionally played it yeah, as one. Yeah. Then I'm going to burn my advantage. Uh, my um, yeah, makes sense for this one. Mm. Otherwise, with his recharging goblin, you'd be the most valuable thing in the game. I mean, so four plus twelve. Yeah, <laughs> isn't okay, he though? So he is to my attack, heart. But... I'll get rid of get rid of my inspiration. Um, dark one's own luck, ability checks, or saving throws. Nope, not applicable. So I'm going up there, uh, and I'm I'm attacking. Cool. Uh, so one one lands, and because it gave, I had advantage. Uh, that sneak attack. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-four. Those are really good. A lot of fives. Yeah. Um, uh, twenty-four plus seven. Uh, Thirty-one. Thirty-one damage. Damn, on the man. Faceplate area. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the uh, the faceplate fully cracks, um, okay. nice. just uh, cracks and shatters. And I am full on like John McClane dieharding, just like cursing at this guy as I'm like <laughs> trying to stab at him and shit. It's like you big metal <laughs> son of a bitch. Um, all right, that brings us to show you your own brain. Uh, he's like, I can't see it. I don't have eyes. Um, shatter the faceplate, like it's cracking. It's not like there's like. Um, Weird, uh, like bubbly alchemical shit spilling out of it. Uh, it looks like he's both crying and vomiting. Um, brings us to his turn, um, and as as you stab away at him in this beautiful, uh, you know, mountainous Nordic site, uh, he just turns around and says, "I only got one thing to say to you. Something uh, a Norseman taught me once. It's a cool term. It goes like this." Fusrona! And then he hits you with a thunder wave. Uh, roll a con save. Or hope that you also have a get out of hell free card. Because <laughs> the lip of this building is mighty close. Con mm -hmm. save uh, is a total of four. Do you have your uh, Devil's own still? luck. I no, he burned attack. that, but devil's own luck should work here, I believe. Uh, is yep, it, uh, it would. Save. Thank you. It does apply to saves, but it's going to need to be a high roll. And it's not. So that's a total of five now on my con save. <laughs> Oh, no, buddy. oh, are you? Are you? No, you're not. We're not close enough, are we? We're not within ten feet of each other. You are because he crashed. We are because uh, Clomp crashed into I, you. So he's. I don't think it helps, you. but you do get plus three on saving throws. So now we're at eight. 
Eh? 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 All right. So, Quinny, you're going to take uh, that is 15 Bloody points hell. of damage. Uh, and you are blasted off the edge of the building. Ah, another would-be hero, is it? Yes, it is I, Fiddlesworth the butler from Dum Dums and Dragons, and I can see from your general look that you want to bring more stories into the world and help the Dum Dums on their various quests. Well, I advise against joining the Patreon, then. For if you do, you will be assisting the dum-dums in all of their endeavors, all of their various shows and stories and jokes and doing good deeds, and you know I simply cannot abide those. Of course, if you did feel like wasting your time, you could go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice. You could join for as little as a dollar, which would gain you access to a Discord where you can talk to other would-be heroes, you can even create characters who will run around in our world at the higher levels, but of course you don't want to do that, now do you? No, you're just content to listen to a butler tell you how it is. Well, I'll see you on your way. Hail Blighthammer. Butthole. You see a tiny, handsome figure flying towards you. <laughs> what do you do? Well, I mean, I catch him. That's the whole purpose of being butthole. <laughs> How do you, uh, I guess we'll say, I mean, this is probably a, okay, here's the thing. Quinny, roll me a deck save. If you can see, or sorry, uh, roll me acrobatics. If you can roll a good acrobatics, you can assist in butthole catching you. As a Otherwise, it's a work. <laughs> um, I suppose. I hope it so. Does. Quinny, Odd as you're himself. blasted backward, unlike Butthole falling to his doom, I think you just like, <laughs> like grab your cloak and just like hold it out. Um, like just wingsuit, like bad wingsuiting, <laughs> and like it's not working, but it is slowing. You're like bad X Men Banshee, just flailing through the air. Um, <laughs> so I'm also screaming. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Fair <laughs> like enough. She would be. Um, so Ryan, uh, I'm going to give you your choice of how you want to try and, and scoop up, uh, our, our sweet boy, Quinny. Well, I don't think I can do it with my wisdom. So I think we'll have to go with probably strength on this one. I think it's just yes. pure muscle kind of taking the shot at yep. this one. So, all righty, let's see what happens. Did he help me in some way? How does that fact? Um, he did, which is why you could pick your skill. Otherwise it was going to be a deck save for butthole, which Got would have it. been a much different outcome. Correct. This makes a lot of sense. This is him making himself a large enough thing that you have enough like scruff to grab, you know? Uh, in an unsurprising twist, I'm going to use my point of inspiration to try to keep Quinny Mon Dieu. Uh, functional. <laughs> okay. I rolled a 16. You managed to grab his cloak uh, and are now dragging him behind you uh, <laughs> like a trailing projectile. Uh, Quinny, you just little, get fucking full whiplash. It's a it's, line read here, a little. Uh, <laughs> yeah amazing um so yeah you're you're being pulled along like holding yeah. on to your neck um kicking your little feet out uh butthole you are soaring towards uh, uh clomp samsonite what do you do i think he's got the hammer out and he's just focused forwards he'll so let Quinny are you go. doing like the the superman in uh bvs spear fly where it's just like Hammer out in front, holding Quinny behind you, Mary yes. Poppins. Yeah, that's right. that's the plan. Uh, and he'll he'll release Quinny just before he collides, so Quinny doesn't have to necessarily. Slam I was curious into a if you're going to use Quinny as a projectile, but yeah, this this makes sense. All right, yeah, uh, I mean, so go ahead with your your hammer attack, please. Great. And I'm going to say your your bonus action was catching Quinny. Okay. Um, you can use your your spiritual hammer as bonus or reaction. Spiritual hammer is a bonus. Okay, then sorry. We'll say reaction to Crab Quinny. You can still use your bonus and you can use your attack. Great. I'm not saying that you guys could use the help, but like maybe. Yeah, fair maybe. enough. Um, all right. So for the attack, for my first attack, it is a 24 to hit. Yeah. And it is fart powered like a motherfucker after all this flying. So it will do. Uh, 11 damage yep. from the first hammer strike. 
Uh, he will attack again because he has the ability to do that. And that will be a 22 to hit. Mm-hmm. And that will do uh, another seven damage. And then he will attack with his spiritual hammer at the same time, just slamming into this fucking robot, which will be a 21 to hit. Yeah. And that will do... Uh, 32 force damage uh, in defense of Juniper. Clomp Samsonite's chest explodes as you crash through it. Um, Incidentally, plowing into Juniper, who's briefly knocked out again before the the troll effects um, (laughs) kick in. Um, The head hits the the ground hard and the the faceplate cracks. uh, And Clomp says, No! No, this can't be how it ends. I became a troll, and then I became an iron guy. I can't go down this way. And Mickey sidles over <laughs> with a little bib <laughs> and just says, uh, you know, I uh, spent a bunch of time in bars uh, eating pickled eggs. It's my first time having a uh, pickled brain. Who am I to say no to a free lunch? Uh, and then he opens his massive spiked tooth mouth and just fucking chomps into clomp. Uh, they say you are what you eat. In this case, happily, you aren't because Mickey <laughs> did not turn into a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> With clomp Samsonite defeated, the Duragar burned before they could act in combat at all. <laughs> thus changing the balance of it significantly. Um, the keep is yours. Uh, the bastion of failure is now in the possessions of the dum-dums. Um, helping Juniper back up into her chair and, and moving kind of back down into the space. Um, a quick uh, look around uh, the, the lab suggests that uh, in an attempt to bring his his uh, beloved back in a non-necromantic fashion, uh, Duke Fane turned to uh, alchemical arts uh, and the sciences uh, to attempt to build her a new body. Um, however, the uh, discarded brain you eventually find uh, suggests that uh, his his work was in vain. Uh, Butthole, being familiar with uh, the art of, of life and death, uh, you recognize that um, beloved Sarah likely did not want to come back from wherever she was. Mm. She was good. Doesn't really matter what some dude wants in the ethereal plane. She's good. <laughs> Immortal words of Buffy season six. I was in heaven. Um, so uh, with that, you uh, tragedy sorted the troll body slowly melting. Um, Juniper rapidly healing um, with her, her brief uh, troll powers. Um, the keep is yours. Uh, is there anything you want to do immediately before you send word back down the mountain uh, to, to come and get your friends? Uh I would I would want to check out more of these potions to a see if Mickey's new form is permanent. No. Uh, B see if uh, any of this stuff can give life to the very weary uh, butthole and juniper. Yeah, I think it's safe to say that with with all the threats now taken care of, uh, the keep is yours. You'll be able to rest up. There are are minor healing potions, greater healing potions, the kinds of things you'll need to restore. So you can both kind of chug one of those. Um, but, uh, you standing there, um, probably in the lab, I don't think up top is a particularly safe feeling space, particularly with Mickey just fucking nomming on a brain. Um, the three of you have a, a sense that, uh, you haven't had, uh, since your, you know, quarters on the McSquiggly or, um, back in, in Fandelver, uh, or Fandelin rather before it was destroyed by Captain Plantier. Um, you have the sense of home. Uh, and for perhaps the first time, uh, the dum-dums have a safe place uh, to rest, to recuperate, and more importantly, uh, a beacon of hope for uh, the various people resisting the clutches of the Lich King and uh, the undead. So, uh, yes, you can you find a, a couple potions, but more importantly, I think for you, Quinny, um, the ability to replenish potions is is present here this is between this and the undercroft um a proper uh, alchemist or potion master could very easily keep you all in potions for quite some time mm. Mm. um some of these have gone rotten 
Uh, yeah. I certainly don't want to imply that you have infinite potions, but... Um, uh, and the closest thing we've got to an alchemist right now is a mixologist. <laughs> with uh, demonic leanings. So yeah, yeah. yeah. really, uh, Mo, Mo could do a... Mosephus could do some damage up here. Um, so with the immediate danger gone and your, your wounds already beginning to heal, um, the three of you have a, a, a sort of a, a moment to to yourselves uh, before the, the story picks up again in earnest. So is there anything else you would do? Everyone heals up briefly. Quinny would like point to the sky and say, what the hell was that? Is that something you can do now? Well, Just I mean, I could, I could sort of do half of it. So, I mean, I wasn't going to die, but then I figured I was like, oh, okay, well, Juniper's going to die and Quinny's going to hide. But as long as I can get back within 10 days, I can bring Juniper back to life and we can kill the robot. But then... There was a dragon over there who, by the way, we should definitely send like a letter to or something because that seems like a good neighbor to be friends with. There is no need. The building begins to shake and um, you you can feel heavy hands hitting the sides uh, of, of the, uh, the lab as everything shakes. Uh, and then a massive white dragon head uh, with a little parsnay and like the, the long wispy... Um, the sort of more of that uh, uh, traditionally Chinese dragons are shown with kind of these uh, almost what you see on a fish. Uh, so uh, kind Whiskers. of those things going on little yeah. tiny, like well-kept beard um, and uh, a glint in, in his eye pokes his head through um, and says, uh, pardon me for interrupting. Uh, I, I, I've been waiting for an appropriate time to, uh, uh, you know, poke my snoot in. Uh, I, I was hoping to, to help you fight the, uh, Oh, that that metal man of of, of uh, ill repute, but it would seem that you've already sorted it. Congratulations. Uh, and, ah, my flying friend, you succeeded. Yes, thank you. I would say you contributed in a very large way to both our victory here and to my friend Quinny not being dead. So thank you. Well, I, on the contrary, I owe uh, your Mr. Quinny quite a debt. Uh, I believe it was he who, who saved my, my daughter, uh, if I'm not entirely mistaken. Uh, oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. When he, like, that, finger snaps and points at him, he's like, Wormling? I, well, I mean, whoa, she's my daughter, sir. Uh, but, uh, 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 like yes. Dragon, uh, halfling, human, Wormling? No? Am I, am I, is that wrong? Well, actually, no, I suppose that is true. It's just odd to hear it out loud, you know? Uh, it's, it's, it's a bizarre thing. But Yeah, no, we, uh, we don't call each other... By those You're not like small child, baby, human adults, man. Uh, See, now Quinny's taking those personal because he thought he thought for a second small child and baby were just directed at him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the dragon clearly does not understand that because everyone is small to the dragon. But yes, uh, so um, with a delightful cultural misunderstanding, I says, uh, uh, yes, she was uh, apparently in quite dire straits when you you came to her defense, which is quite nice. I'm not used to you, you uh, small folk. Uh, uh, defending uh, us dragons. I have, in fact, had a, a rather uh, storied history with that myself. And he kind of turns his back, uh, and you can see that uh, he does not have wings. Uh, he instead has massive scars um, along uh, along his back. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says, uh, but uh, nevertheless, I was glad I could contribute in my way. And uh, uh, my, my flying friend here is correct. Uh, I do believe we shall be neighbors, if indeed you, you intend to take the... Uh, uh, the bastion of failure for your own. Uh, I am the fantastical Frondu. Frondu? Oh, uh, yes, yes. Uh, scholar, historian, and lover of a good tale. Well, and you, my friends, are, I am forever in your debt. You have saved one of my many children, and, uh, you know, as, as soon as to save... Uh, you know, grown a little bit more and are ready to go see the world. I, I hope you will consider uh, in, in incorporating them into your adventures, as as uh, perhaps mounts or traveling devices. Yes, they they would love to see the world. And quite frankly, I don't trust them not to get murdered by low level adventurers. Mm. So if you could uh, see to them, they will see to you. Well, any member of your family is a member of our family. So I'm Butthole Farch, the leader of House Farch and rightful ruler of a car. We're sort of dealing with a whole succession thing, but we'll wrap that up. Uh, this is Juniper. And over here is uh, is Quiddy. So we're very happy to be your friend and your kids' friends. We'll help you with whatever you need trouble with. Like if somebody comes around and you're having a problem with adventures, like give us a call because I will hit those motherfuckers with so many hammers. I got thousands of them spiritual, practical. It's just a pleasure to have some nice neighbors. 
I will certainly take you up on that. I'm not worried myself about adventurers. I've eaten quite a few who have come after <laughs> me. I am, after all, the fantastical frondu. Um, but I do worry about my children. And 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 quite frankly, honestly, it'll just be, be nice to have people to talk to. It gets so interminably boring living in the mountains with no one to talk to except a mad necromancer and then these... Metal? What? I don't even know what this this guy's deal was. Was he an asshole? I feel like he was an asshole. Oh, yeah. This guy was a dick. Fuck this guy, then. In any case, it'll be delightful. Now, if you'll excuse me, uh, it uh, it was no small feat to climb the mountain, leap between two mountains to catch you before you landed in the spiky bits, uh, and then toss you. Uh, so I'm going to go uh, see to uh, young Sandra. She is quite upset about the whole ordeal. Um, but, you know, she'll put on one of her... Uh, you know, uh, boy dragon band songs. Um, you know, we'll have one of what? Uh, yes, Dragon Force. Oh, you know them. Excellent. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, we have a, a a local bard who's quite good in in our little enclave. Um, but uh, I will be sure to swing by later with with some muffins or something. You know, a, a house a castle keep warming. After all, so, finders keepers, right? <laughs> yeah, that was so that was the intention. Yeah. Yeah, we'll introduce you to the rest of the gang. And we got a ton of people who have a ton of stories. So trust me, there's going to be a lot of fun people to talk. Capital! <laughs> well, um, I, uh, well, uh, I suppose um, I'll just... Yeah, I... Uh, not great at goodbyes. Uh, this is oh, always no, the awkward. It just like starts edging down the mountain, like at the end of a fucking Zoom call where everyone's like, okay, okay, like looking for the leaf button. It's just him like awkwardly. Also, because you guys are going to be living here, he doesn't want to like damage it. So he's having to like climb down very carefully. So he's just like very <laughs> visible for a long time. And he keeps kind of darting his eyes at you and kind of like looking away. And I think Moss is just kind of side. like stuck in like kind of like a hat, like tip of the hat. That's like, she's like kind of waiting until... He leaves because <laughs> yeah, okay, it's right. like it's it's rude to like. Yeah, I understand. I don't know. Yeah. And he's like looking at her, looking at him, looking at her, looking <laughs> at him. Like, what the fuck is the matter with you two? Well, that was cool. But yeah, to quit it, answer your question. So if you're wondering how the powers work, I couldn't do the flying thing. That was the dragon throwing me. But I can if I know something is going to kill me. And have a little bit of time, make sure it doesn't kill me. That's uh that's handy. Yeah, it's a niche skill, but when it comes through, it's it's fucking clutch. So uh we gotta get the people here. I got a lot of ideas for things we can do around the castle. I'm also uh, still heavily injured, and I got like nothing left in the tank, basically. So I'm thinking. Let somebody send them a note, and I'm gonna go pull a dead guy out of my bed. Does that sound reasonable to anybody else? Yeah, no, I'll I'll, I'll bring you something if I find anything good here. And I like gesture to the shelves of different potions. Oh, thank you. And if you could tell Mickey what he's done up there, we, we should bring the robot parts back in because we might be able to put Yevgenovich inside a giant robot, and I think he would like that. Just a hat on a robot. That's kind of cool. Um, so with that, um, butthole, you you lurch. Uh, to the dead necromancer's bed, um, push the corpse out of the, the way, out of the doorway first before you get out of the lab. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> and uh, all of you uh, begin to settle in. Um, uh, within a day's time, um, having put uh, Mog and Doc Huckleberry under kind of like house arrest, essentially, <laughs> um, the uh, the rest of the town arrives. Um, Annan, for one, Spothole looks legitimately impressed. This place is better than anything. She assumed you were going to find like a fucking cabin or something. Um, and looking around, she is she's legitimately blown away. Um, immediately, uh, Mosifus, um, smiling in like a very like broad way, uh, happier than you've seen him in a time, uh, begins to get to work in the Undercroft, figuring out what what's available, what he can make. Um, Dexter and Trax uh, have uh, a series of very loud arguments about which bedroom each of them gets. Mm -hmm. uh, it doesn't really seem to matter which one. Like, there's no tactical advantage to any of them. They're all the same. They just want the one the other one has, uh, and their arguments kind of echo throughout the halls. Um, some of the uh, the other people that Anand managed to collect um, get to work on the roof um, and, and slowly start to patch it. Um, Kron is a fucking kid in a candy store in the lab. Um, looking at options and uh, presents a couple to you for Yevgenovich. So whichever one you pick is the one Yevgenovich will be the most excited about. He's the kind of fellow who just gets real excited about stuff, as you know. 
you can put them in the admittedly very badly damaged robot body, so you can fix it, but it will not be the stats I just used. Um, <laughs> uh, you can put them in a robot the body. Legendary Yevgenovich. Yeah, uh, you can put them in robot body. Uh, you can put them in the troll body, or you can put them in like desiccated corpse head. <laughs> it's not a great option, but it is an option. Like we would include... Uh... Anon in this decision, or at least let her know that. I mean, we should choices. at least include Yevgenovich in the decision. Look, I'm just going to go <laughs> ahead and say that rather than the DM making choose. a choice, I'm going to leave it up to you. And basically, you are kind of deciding on behalf of Yevgenovich and Anon. So, whatever you guys are like, hey, we think this is a cool idea, that's what they'll decide is amazing. So, here's what I'm thinking we've robot. got a robot that's kind of busted up, and Yevgenovich will like it because it's weird, but it also might be hard to maintain and I don't know how durable it's going to be. We've got this desiccated lady corpse and that doesn't really sound like him, but we have this blue scary troll thing that regenerates and is kind of ugly. And I mean, doesn't that sound like Yevgenovich deep down in his art? I guess the robot's really cool though. I, I didn't that's know. My, Yevgenovich. That's my pro for the, for the robot. I didn't really know Yevgenovich. So you still get a, so. I mean, Wild card. I, I think you're the tiebreaker. One of us thinks one is thematically appropriate, and the other thinks a robot is cool. So, what do you think? Here, do, do, if you don't know Yevgenovich, do you want say, each of us to describe him quickly to you? No, it's okay. I just think the robot stuff is wrong. So we're gonna go with troll. Go with troll, but Quinny, just to keep in mind, maybe we can make the robot so your rat can drive it around. I feel like there's some sort <sighs> of. He kind of contributed. And Mickey is a hundred percent sitting, like just holding his belly, like he's been at all you buffet, just inside, like the skull cavity of the robot, just being like, as his face slowly shrinks back into his little rat face, he's like, uh, "Hey, that's uh, that's not a bad idea, Quinny. No one expects a rat in a robot suit. That they do not." So I think we could put in like little pedals that he can kick to move forward and backwards, little arm twisting things to put the helmet back on. Yeah, I'll call it Robo Tui. <laughs> uh, it doesn't sound like it's my call. Uh, if you're excited about it, Mickey, uh, that's that's fine with me. Well, I mean, technically I broke it, but Mickey finished him. So is Mickey a thief? Yeah. So have you made Mickey one of your privateers? No, not in any official capacity. Just, I guess, unofficially up there when I Quinny, Quinny. asked him to eat a brain. Did you at any point when I wasn't around or wasn't looking where I wouldn't know, make Mickey one of your privateers, maybe? And then he gives you a big old wink. Look, I've been trying to fill these, these big kingly shoes and be more honest and virtuous. Um, and so, yes, yes, I did, butthole. I definitely did absolutely 100% do that. Well, then fabulous. I own half the robot as the king, and Mickey owns the other half of the robot. So, Mickey, you get to use the robot. Right. I'll call well, myself which... uh, Mickey Mouse. And then the <laughs> robot just these down. <laughs> I did. I did write that one down. <laughs> he just, like, mixed up. And he's like, yeah, now I just got to learn how to drift. Um, <laughs> which half of the robot does he get? Uh, I think we'll say for the sake of making sure he doesn't do things against the realm that he owns all of the wires, but I own all of the rest of the robots. So that as long as he's like half, I say he gets torso and arms and you get the legs. I get the legs in the head. <laughs> all right. Torso and arms and you get the legs in the head, <laughs> but I'm going to loan him mine for now. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll get, get a paint scheme going. So it's nice and clear from the outside. Who's got what? Yeah, and I get the story and life rights, but he gets the animation rights. <laughs> I look to Annan. Sounds good to Mickey Mouse. <laughs> okay. Is my Annan giving you like a thumbs up if that's a good deal or not? Uh, Annan just leans over. She's like, no one's invented animation yet. This is a bum deal for the mouse. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and uh, with that- selling, They're just selling like flip books. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and with that, um, uh, 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 Mickey the Rat looking quite, quite pleased with himself. Um, just uh, kind of nods to you, um, butthole, and says, uh, well, hell, hail to the king, baby. And then he, like, salutes with a broken robot arm. Up, already throw a salute back at him. Quite a knack with that thing. All um, right. I mean, he did eat the brain that piloted it. He may have absorbed some powers. Who knows? We'll find out later. Um, 
so uh, having sorted out uh, the uh, the spoils of war, um, you uh, just like wedge the hat down over the the, the missing cranium of the uh, of the troll, um, <laughs> and uh, just sits up and uh, looks at the hands and like does does the, like the rolling finger thing that everyone does in robot movies. Um, look at the look at the palms of your hands. Look at the back of your yeah. Hands. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. If I'm in a first person game or VR, I gotta know. Um, and uh, he uh, he just stands up and says, "Hey, Annan, I think I'm I'm back and I'm bluer than ever." And she's like, "Oh God, I forgot how much I hate that voice." Um, and then uh, she climbs up on the table and kisses him right on his dumb troll mouth. And uh, little Bert, uh, the baby uh, part Svart, part uh, halfling. So um, a Svartling, if we want to call it. Svartling, Svartling. yeah. Who's happily. And uh, Yevgenovich uh, turns to you all and says, uh, you uh, you guys did a real solid for me. You know, uh, back when I was naked in prison and we met, I never thought we'd, we'd get to this point. But you, you really, you did a real solid uh, for old Yevgenovich here. And uh, I really appreciate that. Um, listen, you, uh, you used to kill gods and stuff, right? Oh yeah. All right, cool. I, I'm going to need your help with something. Okay. My people, um, I, I think Raxnor maybe made us so that he wouldn't get killed. And that's kind of a dick move. So, uh, I'm kind of thinking I might want to hunt him through space and time. Uh, you, you cool with me doing that? You want to like help? Is that cool? Should have taken I mean, the robot body. <laughs> he's going to look to Juniper and look to Quinny and be like, I think we should at least consult on it because it turns out dimension hopping has consequences. So as long as we can do this safely, yeah, I think we'll help you out with this. Well, fuck yeah. All right. Yeah, if it gets the green light, we've got just the person uh, to help you with that. Um, and uh, he just grins a big trolley grin and goes to help with the roof. Um, it seems that he's feeling real confident. Like he's, he's got like some swagger in this, this giant troll body. So like he's, he's actively trying to show off, which actually means he's much more useful than he's ever been. He is, he is actively helping. Um, the rest of the crew moves in, um, rather soon, um, slowly, but surely, uh, you begin to, to kind of bring the castle, uh, up to, uh, up to code. Yeah. Um, oh, I would like to flag over the couple of days after this. I'm imagining these repairs are taking place over mm-hmm. time. Butthole would bring back as many of the mercenaries and like, what is it? Crankshafts 11. Mm-hmm. Uh, he can do like five a day kind of thing. And they come back week. And then he just basically give nice. them an option to like join up if they want to stay here or just like fuck off. Yep. But they're, uh, they're going to be your weird little thieving crew. Uh, they're not privateers like Quinny, but uh, if you need a very specific thing obtained, uh, mm. honestly, you get a sense of, of relief from Mog Crankshaft. Like he, he's secretly like, he's just put together the crews forever because no one else would. But if you can, he's very happy to do that. Um, and uh, slowly, but surely, uh, Dum Dums, you you begin to make uh, the fortress your your home. There is, however, one last very important matter. Uh, together, having come back from hell, having uh, faced the the you know the the horrors outside, the horrors inside, befriended a dragon, uh, destroyed an evil power mad fur trader uh, who managed to to claw his way up uh, above uh, his his station with with violence and deceit. Um, you have claimed uh, a space and more importantly, you have succeeded. So this is no longer a bastion of failure. What I need from the three of you is a potential name for your new home that you, you give to, um, uh, we'll say, uh, Leanna Lion Shield is, is hard at work at, at a, a, a new sign um, that will be uh, raised above the, the fixed gates below. Uh, so my friends, uh, from each of you, I need a potential name for your home. Okay, I'll just, I'll just bring up like the stupid one, just like get it over with, but just like Kingdom D-U-M-B. That's very good. Kingdom. Kingdom. Very good. Excellent. Is that... Is that Laura? Is that is that who is coming from? Or is that coming from Juniper? That feels like a Laura pitch. Do you, is it? That's is a Laura. A is this a Juniper pitch? World? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. This is from your in characters character in World, man. Okay. In that game we play of Dungeons and or Dragons. Yeah. Uh, I feel like Quinny would be like. We 
character. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, uh, uh, that is fair. No, sorry. This is my, my song. My song pitches never come yeah. from my characters. <laughs> fair. <laughs> no, this is, this is, uh, each of you has a, has a chance to throw uh, okay, me. Gotcha. And I think we can imagine the scene as, um, uh, Leanna is taking stock of everything and she's got a big grin on her face. She's in her element and she's like, um, you know, I'm just real excited to, to make this a place we can all finally uh, lay down our roots again. It's been a long time since Fandolin, and it'll be nice to to have a, a familiar home. Um, but uh, honestly, I, I don't know what to write. And uh, you you three are kind of our <laughs> our leaders. So what do you think we should call the place? I think and keep in mind, your characters can also 100%. This can be like an off the cuff at the bar. Like, I don't know, call it like Kingdom could literally be Juniper's suggestion. If she's like, oh, whatever, call it Kingdom. I think Quinny being the little edgelord rogue warlock, you know, came back from hell, little guy that he is, he'll be like the the fortress of hell smoke vengeance. If the fortress of hell smoke vengeance is our first option. Right? Because we're like, we're taking it back. You know, we're here, we're back. The, the world's in disarray and we're we're here for revenge, right? From hell. It's cool. I think it's cool. Why is everyone quiet? I mean, <laughs> He's like just at the table at the tavern or something like that. It's like, it's a good idea, right, guys? I'm I mean, feeling self-conscious like, now. No, I just thought we could do something more positive. All right. Well, what, what are you thinking? Positive than revenge. People like, you know, we can just have like the Fortress of Hope. Fortress of Hope? Why not? And Butthole. Okay, I feel like. I'm gonna I'm gonna pitch something that's in between the two because I feel like I like the energy that you've both brought to this. Quinny, you really came in like dark and brooding, and I like that. And and like that feels true to kind of the world that we're dealing with right now. But Juniper, you really countered with some hope, so I like that there. So I'm gonna throw this out there. The fortress of forlorn hope. Oh, I do like that. Quinny says like with no irony at all, just like full on, <laughs> like you got him with that. <laughs> I mean, hope's in there, so. <laughs> and um, Leanna just kind of nods and she says, uh, yeah, yeah, I think think we got ourselves a name. Um, and with a smile, she goes and, and begins to uh, to make the sign, at which point Annan um, just shoves in, uh, like, past Leanna, who's, like, on her way out with this beautiful moment. She's like, yeah, cool, that's great. Listen, um, we got a serious problem. Uh, we got a lot of hungry people, and I've already taken stock of the stores. They'll keep us going for a little bit, but this just isn't going to do. We need food, and we need reliable food, and we need it soon. Does anyone know where we can find some farms? And slowly but surely, all of you turn to Quinny. And with a sinking feeling in your gut, Quinny Brownbarrow, you realize it's time to go home. And out loud, Quinny will say, no, <laughs> unconvincingly. <laughs> kind of starting to sweat. No one believed him. This episode of Dum Dums and Dragons features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, and our DM Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra. And Dum Dums and Dragons artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at DelBorovic.com. Our theme songs are And Now for That Massive Coronary and Skipping Through the Orchestra Pit Part 1 by Peter Gresser. And our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar. J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. And tune in next week for more Dum Dums and Dragons. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, the half-blind prophet. Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby. One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield. Lorda Bradovic, Noel Lewis, Scott Garland, Anthony Griffin, 
Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Cade Peters, Richard Cranium, Anna Zed, Eric Williams, Logan, Fire on Friendly, Acrix, Cameron Ezel, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Austin Nut Powers Fry, Stabby Stranger, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Meet Pia Casely, a journalist with a nose for a good story. Do you know who the last person to interview Julie Capsom was? Me. Meet Brenda Bentley, a dogged detective with a case she can't let go. Nobody came closer than I did, and that's why I was kicked off the force. Together, they solve the cold cases no one else can. That's when things got weird. And we haven't even gotten to the torso yet. If they don't kill each other first, that is. Well, you've got another thing coming. You know, I think it's you've got another thing coming. Or perhaps there's something else between them. Well, if the feeling's mutual, call it a mutual feeling. Arden, a podcast about crime, romance, and everything else. Season 1 and 2 now available. Brought to you by Wayface Industries. The good people.